Lessons Learned Along the Way Today marks the 56th anniversary of meeting Swami Kriyananda in 1967. I knocked on his apartment door in San Francisco soon after reading the autobiography of a yogi, and he welcomed me not only into his home, but also into his life. While the lessons I've learned along the way are too many to list, I'd like to share some of the most significant ones with you. People are more important than things. After we introduced ourselves, he said, I'm working on a project. Would you like to help? He needed assistance with the mailing, and naturally, I agreed. Over the years, I've often joked that I didn't realize the project would still be going on more than a half century later. However, I eventually realized that the project was never about the mailing, or even about helping with Ananda. The real project was me. Swamiji's primary work was not writing or lecturing or building communities. It was the more difficult and subtle task of guiding me and countless others on the journey of self-transformation. The projects were just the wheel on which we honed our consciousness. Then, Say Yes to Life. This was the title of Swamiji's first album and a major theme of his life. His ability to say yes was infectious and magical. I remember the day that he persuaded a small group of us to rent a 44-room mansion for an ashram in an upscale San Francisco neighborhood. As he described the possibilities, people gradually shifted from a state of shock at the mere idea to grudging acceptance, to finally an eager discussion of each room's use. The prototype of city communities was born that day. Swami understood that acting with enthusiasm allows the power of the universe to amplify our self-effort. Next, joy is the solution, not the reward. A common mistake is to fixate on the goal, believing that happiness is the prize for achievement. Swamiji, however, taught us to work with joy, to enjoy the journey, not just the destination. Otherwise, we become parched travelers, trudging through a barren desert, thirsting for an oasis. Swamiji's solution Carry a canteen filled with liquid joy along the way. Next, divine friendship is God's love in action. Swamiji rarely criticized anyone. Instead, he showered us with kindness and support, helping us to overcome our limitations. He set the bar high enough to challenge us, but never so high that we couldn't reach it. Paramahansa Yogananda said, If you do one one-hundredth of what I ask, you will get there. And then finally, the goal of life is to dissolve the ego. Swami reminded us that life is a quest for the infinite. Attunement, service to the guru, and self-offering 
are ways of achieving this goal. He often said, When I die, I want to be known simply as a good disciple. The end of the journey for you and me is that there is no you and me. In that vein, I'd like to share this lovely and appropriate poem by Khalil Gibran. Fear. It is said that before entering the sea, a river trembles with fear. She looks back at the path she has traveled from the peaks of the mountains, the long winding road crossing forests and villages, and in front of her she sees an ocean so vast that to enter there seems nothing more than to disappear forever. But there is no other way. The river cannot go back. Nobody can go back. To go back is impossible in existence. The river needs to take the risk of entering the ocean, because only then will fear disappear, because that's where the river will know it's not about disappearing into the ocean, but of becoming the ocean. As I reflect on my long winding road, I'm infinitely grateful that I had Swami Kriyananda walking by my side. And he is still there, ever guiding me to the ocean of spirit. In gratitude, Naya Swami Jyotish. So as I said at the beginning of this blog, it's 56 years to the day since I first met Swami Kriyananda. This morning in meditation, I was remembering that time and those early years and gratefully thinking of the many, many gifts I've gotten through my association with this great soul. He really was the person who gave birth to my spiritual life and guided it for for so, so many years. And he did so with such love and such kindness. There was never a sense of um, anything other than that we're sharing a great adventure together. He never took himself all that seriously. Um, he, he just really focused on that which needed to be accomplished and not on himself as the person who was able to accomplish those things. And for me, he, a lot of those lessons kind of rubbed off on me so that um, I've kind of felt that the whole of my time at Ananda has just been a great adventure. A lot of it was moving into the unknown with some degree of faith, with some lack of fear and some ability to have uh, courage while um, moving into a new position or a new house or a new uh, era of life. And so it is. Life is constant change. And the spiritual path is basically to recognize that life is always going to change and that there will be no security in the things of this world. But 
that there is security if we go within and we find that we are a part of all that exists, that we are the creator himself, herself, and that that's where our existence, our security, and the great divine romance all come together. God bless you.